match what she wears and then I'll match her because she doesn't really care if we match. Yeah. No, I have to match. Like we're we're idol, we're a couple yeah, that, that shows people that you're together. Yeah. Right. And so we're together for these videos. This ministry, this our YouTube channel. So we need to match and wear the same outfits. We just need to buy like the matching uh matching couples outfits off Amazon. Uh huh. Except if you know we're both guys, so it'll be the same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. You're probably streaming on uh, from Justin's YouTube channel, Chaplain's Logs. So make sure you subscribe to those and turn on the post notifications so you know when we, when we upload another video. But we got a treat for you guys today. If you've been tuning into my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you know me and Justin been been doing a series, a new series on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Crossroads. In the series, the playlist is titled Forgive Them, right? Or you can type in bitterness, resentment, um, let it go, like, you know, the Frozen song on Disney Channel, or holding on to resentment, stuff like that. You type that in, you can find this playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. And, uh, yeah, so we got to this this series because everybody is struggling. Most people need to forgive somebody. Most people are, a lot of people are holding on to resentment and bitterness, and they're living in the past, right? And so... Sometimes you got to practice what you preach, right? So a lot of times as like a preacher of the word, a teacher of the word, God's going to put you in a situation where you got to back up what you've been speaking. So I am in a situation where I have to forgive people who have wronged me. And I'll probably talk about that in this video. But if you want to, if you watch my pre previous videos, especially the videos that me and Justin have already done, I'll forgive them. You'll see that I always go in on that. But I got we got a treat for you guys today. So today's video is titled Grace is Given to Be Given. Right, grace is given to be given, and everybody knows the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer is so important; it's so vital. You know, mm -hmm. our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thou kingdom come. Thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, this is the Lord's prayer, right? Jesus, He was talking to a crowd or talking to the disciples. I don't know who He's talking to, but He was telling telling whoever He was speaking to, His audience, how to pray. This is how you should pray. Why would he say, forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us? Right? That is, this is like the main prayer every Christian should pray. This is what we should be reciting every single day. If you don't know how to pray, this is the things you should be praying for. This is how you should be talking to God, right? And there's one parable in the Bible that Jesus told that hits this on the, on the nail. So if you think uh, you shouldn't be forgiving somebody or something like that, this video is for you. This series is for you, right? And I want to just, I want to say this. I tweeted this April 18th. What's today's date? Today, right? Yeah, today's date is April 19th, right? So yesterday on April 18th at 10.02 at a.m., I tweeted this. I said, if God has forgiven us so much, how could we refuse to forgive others of so little, right? And then somebody commented this amazing comment. Watch this. She said, some intentional sins I can't forgive, especially if it hurts my pride. Some humans are wicked and should forever live with the guilt they have cost others. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. And when I saw this, man, it just goes with this video, right? So we're mm. going to come back to that comment. Unless, Justin, you want to speak on that before we go to that verse. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to read it again. I want you guys to think about her comment when we talk about this verse. We're going to tear this video up today, man. The title of today's video is Grace, Grace is Given to Be Given, right? The forgiven 
should be forgiving. Mm. So, and this person says, some intentional sins I can't forgive, especially if it hurts my pride. Some humans are wicked and should forever live with the guilt they have cost others. We're about to talk about this, guys. All right, so the parable I'm coming from is the story that Jesus told in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21 through 25. This, this uh, section of the Bible is called the parable of the unmerciful servant, right? The parable of the unmerciful servant. In verse 21 of Matthew chapter 18 reads, then Peter came to Jesus and asked him, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not, not seven times, but 77 times. No, seven times, <laughs> not seven times, but 77 times. Well, 70 times seven, something like that. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with the servant. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be, be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me, and I will pay it back. Mm -mm -mm. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said, I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had had I had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should repay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart, right? This passage in the Bible is so powerful. I don't think a lot of people know it. And it's really sad. <laughs> like, it's really sad because this is like a passage in the Bible you need to know, right? So I'm going to go back. In verse 12, it's, <laughs> in the Lord's uh, prayer, it says, forgive us of our sins, Lord, right? As we forgive those who trespass against us. Guys, we forgive. Why? Because God has forgiven us, right? We show mercy to others because God has shown mercy to us. So if we refuse to do that. What does that say about us as children of God? It says that we're not children of God. If we can't show people the same grace that God has, God has shown and bestowed on us when we didn't deserve it, right? So with that parable, right, the parable of the unmerciful servant, Peter started off the parable asking, how many times should I forgive somebody? Seven times. He thought that was a lot. And Jesus said, no, 70 times seven, which is a number like who would forgive a person that many times of any sin that they have committed? Like there'd be, it'd be rarely somebody that you would have to forgive that many times in life, right? Maybe your children, but like, obviously you will show unconditional love, hopefully to your children or to your spouse or somebody like that. Like somebody close to you will wrong you that many times, but not somebody you barely know, right? You, you want to have to deal with somebody that many times, right? And so. 
the whole point of this parable is there was a man, a servant who owed his master 10,000 bags of gold, right? And he couldn't pay the 10,000 bags of gold. But this same servant, when his master forgave him and canceled out his debt, when he begged him, right? <laughs> the same servant went to his servant that owed him money. And his servant only owed him 100 silver coins. So you got 100 silver coins compared to where he owed 10,000 bags of gold. You got gold compared to silver. Are you kidding me? And the man was mad about 100 silver coins. That's how some people are. Right there. Right there. Like, one of the quotes I want to say to you guys is, you know, uh, any sin committed against us, no matter how terrible, is trivial in comparison to our sins against God. Mm. Right? I'm going to ask back everybody a question. I want you to be real honest with me. What's the worst sin you ever committed? What's the worst thing you ever did? Say it out loud. I want you to pronounce it, profess it to everybody. Right? Even tweet it. Say it online. A lot of people wouldn't, but you're ashamed of it. Right? <laughs> You have wronged people too, right? What's the worst thing you have ever committed? What's the worst thing you ever done, right? That's a lot, that's everybody. Nobody's exempt from that question, right? So how could someone who has been forgiven so much of God forgive so little? We've been saying this on this series, you know, to those who have forgiven much, who, those who, for, to those who have been forgiven of much, forgive much. And to those who have been forgiven little, forgive little, right? The same measure you, <laughs> It's just a reflection, right? Everything's a reflection in this life. It says that the Bible is a mirror. And not just the Bible's a mirror, all of life is a mirror too. How you treat other people, how you love on other people shows how close you are to God. How much grace and mercy you show to other people shows how close you are to God. How much do you really know God's love, right? So uh, one of the things I was gonna say to you guys is, if I can find it in my notes, you know, our horizontal forgiveness of other sinners is related to our vertical forgiveness from God. The absence of horizontal forgiveness reveals the absence, well, the, the absence of horizontal forgiveness reveals the absence of vertical forgiveness, mm. right? So <laughs> to those who have forgiven much, to those who have been forgiven of much, they forgive much. This guy owed 10,000 bags of gold, right? His servant owed only, <laughs> what, what, what did I say? A hundred silver coins. There's no comparison with that. And he wasn't willing to forgive and be patient with his servant. And his patient even asked the same thing that the original servant asked his master that forgave him of his debt. The original servant, when his master forgave him, he said, be patient with me. His servant, when he begged the servant <laughs> to be patient, he said the same thing. Be patient with mm -hmm. me and I will pay it back. This, the same guy said it. A hypocrite. What a hypocrite. Oh my gosh, be patient and I will pay back everything. The servant master took pity on him and canceled out the debt and let him go. Oh my goodness. Just, I'm about to look chalk. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what? Go ahead, man. Uh, but before you, before you say anything, one, my last point, being critical of others instead of showing compassion will always come back to haunt you. Mm. Right. And it's going to haunt you back way worse than what you could have ever imagined. All right, so I'm, that's a spoiler. Go ahead, Justin. I'll you man. My bad. Man, there's so much I want to say about this, too. There's a lot to unpack. Not just, like, this verse, but that quote, that um, response that girl had as well. Because, yeah, we have all been hurt before. And we, when we've been hurt, we kind of want to make other people suffer. But, like, where do we draw that line? Like, if, um, 
this is kind of heavy stuff, but like I, I do have a friend who um, murdered someone when they were like 17 years old and they were supposed to go to jail for like life. But they found they found Jesus. They made a huge transformation in jail. Like it, it didn't happen overnight. This took years. Um, but like the people who knew him today, like they can't imagine him being the same person he is now. Like we can't we can't just uh, lock someone in a box or like assume that it's fair to keep them as like the same person. Like we are ever changing. They say every seven years, someone's mentality, someone's um, like not beliefs, but like a uh, way of thinking completely flips like a 180. They experience like all sides. So they're not the same person. So that's like unfair to say like, oh, this person deserves to live in their wallow in their grief, wallow in their guilt. Um, but like, where do we draw that line? Like take murder, for example, like uh, we could say, okay, anyone who murders is like, um, should like live in forever guilt. But then it's like, uh, what about people who just like n dismember somebody or like beat them to a pulp? Like, where do we draw that line? Like, it just gets like, we, this goes all the way back to uh, the forbidden fruit of, from the tree of knowledge. Like we, weren't intended to have that power of judgment like that's a lot to weigh on like people wonder like what was the problem of like eating from knowing the knowing the difference between good and evil the thing is we try the the wrongness in that is that we try to figure out what's good and evil for ourselves we try to act as judge for everything but then it's like where do we draw the line we just like get into increments of this person did something wrong, this person did something wrong, this person did something wrong. Eventually everyone's gonna be guilty. And like, we we can't handle that type of pressure, that type of judgment, only God is. And that's the wonderful equalizer, is that everyone has done something wrong. Everyone needs forgiveness. So we can't just be like, well, this person is worse. We should like, uh, they should like wallow in their own sins. The thing is, no one stays the same. Like, I, I admit, like, people should remember what they've done. They should learn from what they've done. But they shouldn't be in a, in this purgatory sense of, like, unforgiveness, never being allowed to grow. Because my, my friend who, um, who was convicted of murder, he's the most on-fire person of Jesus that I know. And it's like, if we didn't give him a chance, I can think of hundreds, like, easily hundreds of people who didn't get didn't have that delight, didn't have that joy of like meeting him and really being on fire for Jesus because of him. So it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, why, why do we want to be the judge for that? But like, we're all in the same boat. We can't be like the Pharisees. We can't be like um, the holier than thou people who think that we're, since we're saved, we're, we've got it better. It's like, no, man, Jesus didn't come down for that. He came down to condemn that way of thinking. He came down to make us realize that we all need forgiveness, that we all need grace. Um, why why are we bothering looking at someone else, looking at the speck in someone else's eyes when we have like logs filled up with our, in our eyes? And it's, it's that that's the concept of forgiveness. I'll just end it there before we move on is so amazing because it equalizes, balances everything because everyone on earth except Jesus has needed to be forgiven in some manner. Yeah. Man, I had a visual of uh, 
don't uh, talk about somebody else's uh, speck in their eye. Speck, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have a log, yeah. I posted that a long time ago. Let's go to it real quick. I posted that on January 2nd of this year. So in, in the post, the caption of it says, judge yourself before you judge others, right? And then Jesus said these words in Matthew chapter 7, verse 5. He said, you hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eyes, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Your brother just has a speck in their eye. And look at you. And this is bars right here. The most critical and judgmental people in life. The people who are the harshest on other people for the sins and mistakes and the failures that they make. They're the people with the most flaws. They're the people with the most mistakes. They're the people who are the least right with God. The people who are judgmental and critical, right? Judge judge others when you are perfect. If you go around just judging and condemning and belittling people, right? (laughs) What does that say about you? That's that's what you some people make that their life mission, right? They're they're ministry even, just bashing other preachers. Like they make a whole ministry out of bashing other believers, and that's their ministry. Is that of God? Right? Because as soon as you mess up, see, Jesus even promised that. That was a promise in the Bible, right? Let me go ahead and spoil the lesson for you guys. Because I was about to go here. So let's go ahead and go here. Right. Um it's um it's the same text, text too. The same measure that you judge others will come back on you, right? Uh, It's Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 through 2. Yeah, it's the same passage. Um, Yeah, let's read some of these. Yeah, there it is. It's two of them. So Matthew chapter 7, verse, I'm going to read 1 through 2. Everybody knows this one. This is the most popular scripture verse, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. Everybody quotes that. But why? For with the... For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure you use, right, it shall be measured back to you. That's the that's the key. So the same measure of grace you show to other people, the same for the same way you forgive other people, shows how much God has forgiven you. You guys get that? Shows how much grace God has shown you. So if you don't show much people grace with any sin that they done made. You don't know God, man. You don't you don't know. And then you don't know yourself either. You don't know how jacked up you are. And that says a lot. Right. Because remember, I just showed you a photo. This guy's talking about somebody else's speck in their eye. So their little sin that you see on the outside. Right. <laughs> when you got a whole log in your eye, that's what it looks like. It's foolish. Right. <laughs> and there's so many quotes like I make guys I have the most best social media page ever like look at all these quotes let me read some of these to you it says even the best of the best of us have absolutely no room to judge anyone else why not not even a millimeter of room we shouldn't be habitually critical of someone when our own sin needs corrected as what needs correcting as well and judging others is easy because it distracts us from the responsibility of judging ourselves and by judging others we blind ourselves to our own evil into the grace with which others are just as entitled to as us. See, that's the key. Everybody wants to be forgiven of their sins, their mistakes. They want to mm. be treated right when they mess up. But when somebody else messes up, oh man, give him the give him the chair, like <laughs> off with his head, like you hypocrite. What? As a believer, a child of God, are you kidding me? Jesus even said, if somebody smacks you, turn the other cheek. 
Let them smack the other one. If somebody steal your clothes, give them some more. <laughs> he does that for a reason. Why? Because Jesus did that for you. God did that for you. That's the that's the key. That's the text, right? I'm gonna read another scripture verse. Just I know you got something to say. I'm gonna let you out to this one. Matthew chapter six, verse fourteen through fifteen. It says, "For if you forgive other people when they have sinned against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mm. But if you do not forgive others for their sins, your Father will not forgive you of yours. Grace is given to be given. That's the title of today's video, right? If you don't show anybody grace, God's not going to show you grace. If you don't forgive other people, God ain't going to forgive you. That it, even, it, it already says it. it, it it's in actions speak louder than words ever could. You could talk a good game saying, I got the love of God in me. That's that's the Bible, literally. <laughs> what is that, First John something, right? People who say that they love their brother, right? But how can you love your, how can you, no, people say that they love God, but how can you say you love God if you hate your brother, if you hate your sister, somebody that has wronged you? That's your brother or sister. Your brothers and sisters, everybody in this life will do you wrong. Spoiler alert, your wife, your husband, your children will do you wrong. Do you have enough grace to forgive them? That shows if you really love them. That shows that the love of God's in you. And let me even give you even more bars. If your enemies can do you wrong and you can forgive them, then you really know God. If you could die on a cross, right? Be persecuted like Jesus. Be condemned of wrongs that you ain't even did. Be convicted and and led to your death for wrongs and sins you ain't never did, right? And still forgive them and love them. What does that say about you? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, just let you go. <laughs> yeah, man. Like looking at Jesus, like when you point out the being put on a cross, like Jesus, even his closest friends like abandoned him. And he still loved them. Like when he came back, when he rose, like he still showed nothing but love, nothing but like a teacher student relationship with him the entire time. Like he could have easily like uh, brought up to Simon Peter, like, I told you, I told you you were going to like, once the rooster crowed the third time, I told you that was going to happen. But no, like nowhere is it written that Jesus held that over him. And that I think that's a... Uh, yeah. Shoot, I forgot which book it was, but of course there's like the verse: each man has been tipped, each man has been tempted uh, within what he can bear. Um, but when you are tempted, like God will provide a way out. It's like God knows that we're going to sin against Him. God knows that we're going to mess up, but we've been like we've been offered that grace, we've been offered that forgiveness, but He still loves us. Uh, but I'm not going to go in that direction. What I really want to go into is like, why are we, why is forgiveness leading into knowing God more? Like what, what does, why do my actions to someone else make me know or understand God more? It's because like, if we let things like hate or um, hate or disdain fester within us, like God is love. God is grace. God is like a, the Holy spirit that enters our bodies because we have a new heart of the spirit. And like, how can we know him if we decide to let hate or unforgiveness, like take over our bodies? Like we have a heart of the spirit in, in Ezekiel. It says we've been given a new heart in the spirit, but it's just like the heart right now. It has to combat all this flesh, all this other mess that's going on with having a human body with human anatomy before we get new bodies and the new Jerusalem in revelation. 
So it's constantly having to fight against things. So how can you know God if you are, if you let certain parts of your heart or let certain parts of your flesh just house something that's completely opposite of what God's character is? Um, if you have, uh, um, oh shoot, what was I gonna say? Yeah, if you if your if your mind is um, divided on these things, as, as like a Lincoln quoted, like a house divided can't stand. If your heart is divided on certain issues, if your heart is divided on a love hate relationship with people, like it's not going to fully encompass who God wants you to be. It there's in biology there's a um, there's an interesting state like if you train yourself if you train yourself in like different expertises like uh, whether it's uh, martial arts or writing or rapping like rapping is like a huge skill like if you uh, have to come up with the creativity for like words it's like you can't stop and think on that like you there has to be some a hyper flow to it it's where you're um, it's where you cut off like certain areas of your prefrontal cortex in order to um, just let the creativity flow, to let like a sense of peace flow through you without having to stop to think. That's that's much like how uh, God's love works as well. Like, why are we blocking the channels? Why are we distracted by things of, well, I can't believe this person did something instead of just allowing God to give you a peace of heart, peace of mind. Like you'll never be able to enter that uh, flow if you are if you're letting your mind be divided or letting your thoughts um, distract you on that. And I think we talked about this early on forgiveness. Like why do we forgive? A big part of it is not just for other people but for yourself, so that you can uh, move past this and become the person that God wants you to be. Yeah, man. Uh, man, it's just so much, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> So much to unpack. Like, cause you you took it to a different level. Like when you first opened your mouth, like when you talked about uh, not judging people. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go back to that, cause I, I want to, cause I don't think we're gonna hit that again. One of the quotes I have for you guys is this: It says, "It's hard to for, it's hard to give forgiveness to someone if you if somehow, if you somehow think you're better than than them, right? It's hard to forget. It's hard to give forgiveness to someone." If you somehow think you're better than them, so the that person is oh my gosh, their tweet man, like I know it just blessed my heart so much. Like it just goes with this passage, so like it was just perfect. Like <laughs> this video, like me and Justin went to do this video two weeks ago, and like she said this. So like she said, some intentional sins I can't forgive. That is right. You are right. There's something you can't forgive. This is an act of God. That's the whole point, right? One of the quotes I got for you guys too. Is, is this, it says, um, don't allow what has been done to you to become bigger than what Jesus did for you. That's the whole entire point in this Christian life. This Christian life is all about focusing on Jesus, keeping our eyes on Jesus, keeping our eyes, set your minds on spiritual things, heavenly things, on things above, not on earthly things, not on carnal things. This is this is, this is is the Christian way of living, bro. Like we're supposed, we're supposed to be making sure that people are experience, experiencing heaven here on earth you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. His name is greater than anything that can ever happen to you here in this world. His name can get you out of any circumstances and anything that you ever face in this world, right? When somebody do you wrong, who can get you out of that? Jesus can, God can, right? Some intentional sins I can't forgive. You're right. 
you're right. You ain't God. You ain't Jesus. But he calls us to forgive. It's a command, right? Jesus and God has commanded us to forgive, right? I got some quotes on that too. Like this, and that's the whole point. In this Christian life, you don't get to live how you want to live. You don't get to do what you want to do, boo-boo. Like this Christian life is about surrendering to God and what he wants. It's about glorifying him even when we don't want to, right? So uh I'm I'm really trying to find a quote. Like I I forgot what I was looking for now. Like I got so many quotes, guys. It's ridiculous. Like I I've been studying this like crazy. Yeah, okay. I didn't find what I was looking for, but this is cool enough, right? So some of the stuff I got to say too is uh, an unforgiving spirit is a serious sin and should be confessed to God. This is a state of being that God doesn't want you in. He doesn't want you to be in a state where you just you just got bitterness and resentment and hatred. What What is that? That's from the devil, right? That's, that's living how the devil wants you to live, right? What does it look like if a Christian's always mad all the time, always pessimistic? <laughs> There's some Christians like that. That doesn't glorify God. Right? Did Jesus go around being pessimistic? I got down the cross. So F you, Jesus. You know, forget you, Peter. You're going to deny me three times. Like, he got resentment and bitterness towards him. No, he still mm. let him with him. He still treated them with love. He still showed them God in the flesh, manifested in the flesh. Right? Love is God. God is love. His children should be, love, you know, showing love. Right? It's, it's that, the Bible connects, guys. You see it? Right. You don't know the Bible. You don't know the word. if You're not doing this. Right. This is how you. there's no other standard. You don't get to create your own standard. Forgiveness is an act of obedience to God stemming from gratitude of his grace. If he, if you are grateful for everything that God has did for you, you're going to obey his commands. John 14, 15 says, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. You're not going to keep the commandments of forgiveness if you don't love Jesus and love God. Right. Because it doesn't make no sense. Right. Me and, the next video me and Justin are going to talk about is the misconceptions behind forgiveness. Some people think that when you forgive somebody, you let them off the hook. That's true. Right. Some people think that when you forgive somebody, you're just uh, approving and justifying the wrong. That's not true. That's a misconception. That's a lie. That's like saying Jesus forgiven the Pharisees the, like Nicodemus, like the ones that came to him. Some Pharisees got saved from Jesus. Some high priests got saved from Jesus. Some disciples saw Paul, who who turned into Paul, right? Was saved from Jesus, forgiving them, right? <laughs> I forgot where I was going at, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. Like, I just got so much to say, man. When we forgive those who have hurt us, we honor God by obeying his commandments. But when we harbor resentment and bitterness against others, we disobey God with predictably unhappy results. And mm. what are the unhappy results, man? Refusing to forgive hinders prayers, blessings, and breakthrough. Forgiveness is about healing. You're missing your healing process. Forgiveness is about breakthrough. You're missing your breakthrough process. You want to get, you want to overcome the wrong that somebody has did for you, I mean, did to you. God can make that crooked path straight if you let them. But you got to do things God's way. You can't do it your way, right? There's so much breakthrough and, and freedom. That's the thing. Forgiveness is freedom. It frees you. It sets the captives free, right? You're only putting yourself in bondage. There's consequences to and for our sins. So if you refuse to forgive, there's there's a payment to pay, right? So whenever we refuse to forgive others, we invite God's displeasure. Being critical of others instead of showing compassion will always come back to haunt you. I said that earlier, right? So if you're a Christian, then there is no use to praying you know, Father, forgive me of my sins. If you are holding on a grudge against somebody else or burning with resentment or filled with bitterness, <laughs> that's not the state that God wants you to be in, right? Our relationship with God will be damaged if we refuse to pardon 
pardon those who have offended us. This is the Christian way of living. We cannot possibly walk right with God and be in true fellowship with him if we refuse to forgive other people. Why am I doing this video? Guys, I'm going through the same thing, right? I think you could tell I'm not a very forgiving person. Spoiler alert, I'm talking about this really good, but I'm not a forgiving person. Now, I learned something new, Justin. I am a forgiving person when it comes to the people I love. Like my older brother, Vaughn, he has done me wrong more than anybody else in his life. But he gets a free pass to do me wrong, right? He could shoot me 50 times. That's my older brother. He's 13 months older than me, right? He's my Tommy Pickles from Rugrats, and now I'm Chucky, right? He's the one that got me out of playpen with his screwdriver, and we just explored the house. Like, that's my Tommy Pickles. I went through everything with him in life right he can do me wrong we get all we do is fight we're basically like Stu and lou on rugrats all they did was fight you know the parents of tommy that's tommy's parent dad yeah. lou was the lou was the father it's like Stu and drew right yes yeah, Stu and drew that's what i meant like uh yeah tommy realized <laughs> yeah tommy's dad and angelica's dad like they're always fighting butt heads on rugrats right that's that's me and my older brother's relationship but but you want to know something i still love him Right, like he could, we get, we're, we're still not in a good state, but it doesn't matter. We can always come back to each other. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's God's love right there. You just, you just let go and let God. Right, and so it's just so much to say with this. But let me finish this up, man. Remember that bitterness, anger, and resentment are not part of God's plan for your life. Does that sound like God's plan for your life? What are the consequences between holding a grudge and bitterness? In resentment. There's consequences for doing that. A short life. That's the scripture verses, man. <laughs> like God has so much more in store for you. And that, and that comes from forgiveness because forgiveness cleanses your spirit, your soul, and your body from all sin, sickness, and disease. Right? <laughs> and Justin, you got to break this quote down, man. This, this quote's so deep, man. It says, there's no love without forgiveness and there's no forgiveness without love. Mm. So there's no love without forgiveness. And there's no forgiveness without love. Mm -hmm. And going back to that person's comment, man, she said, some intentional sins can't be forgiven. You're right. Especially if it hurts my pride. <laughs> God is preaching, man. Like, there's no love without forgiveness, right? You can't say you love people. You can't say you love your wife, your kids. Whoever you are struggling with forgiving, you can't say you love your neighbor as you love yourself, if you refuse to forgive them, right? This is what you're called to do as a believer. Now, forgiveness doesn't mean that the relationship gets restored, right? That's another misconception. We're gonna, me and Justin are gonna talk about that in the next video. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to trust that person again. They don't, it doesn't mean you have to give them the same rights and privileges. It just means that you let the offense go. So there's no love without forgiveness and there's no forgiveness without love. So you can't forgive without love, right? You can't do the impossible and forgive the impossible if you don't have God's love in you. God can help you to overcome it. See, grace is given to be given, right? My grace is sufficient for you in your weakness. What is grace? Grace strengthens us and helps us to do things we never thought was ever possible, right? Some people have been raped by their father. Some people have been uh, gained on and abused by their whole entire family like meg from family guy or something like that i don't know like but you know what i'm saying like people have been done wrong by other people you know what i'm trying to say like people are really hurting in this life and the only way to get over it is to let god do this impossible thing through you to forgive the impossible why because when you forgive you love 
And when you love, God's light shines on you. You can't be the light of the world if you don't go around doing the impossible. <laughs> you got to be the light of the world. Light is already an impossible thing. Do you know how long humanity existed without light bulbs? All they had was the sun. Now imagine being in the dark and the brightest thing you see is the moon and the stars, right? <laughs> we have come a long way. And people, they uh, take for granted light, light bulbs, and there's different light sources, right? That's an impossible thing. You try to go back in a caveman time period and you make light. You make a light bulb. Be Benjamin Franklin or the slaves that made it. Right. So you guys go on saying just I'll let you go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm gonna I I have two parts I want to talk about. I'm gonna come back to the uh there's no love without forgiveness or forgiveness without love. That's a good quote. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll text it to you so you can see it. Yeah, but I, I wanna talk about I'm glad like you talked about like um uh oh what's who who's who's your Tommy Pickles to your Chucky? Uh my older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you like mentioned that because that kind of shows like you have a you have the capacity to forgive some others more easily than uh some. And I think that's really important for us to realize when we forgive others because a lot of times we have hang-ups. If you go back to that quote or uh, that response that she had as well, like she thinks some intentional sins are just like unforgivable. But then she adds especially if it has to do with her pride, like that's her hangout. I think that I'm glad she put that in there because that's very enlightening to show that everyone has um, something that bothers them more, something that pushes their buttons, something that triggers them that other people don't have. Like if uh, Sean's older brother like insulted me or did something to me, I'd have a lot less grace for somebody like that. But um that's just because I don't know him. For Sean, like, he grew up with him. Like, he's his bro. Like, he's going to uh, uh, always forgive him. But, like, but for this girl, too, like, if it's something against her pride, like, she has less grace for that. I think that's important for us to realize because we have to see, like, we have to ask ourselves. And this is something I'm very thankful for being married about is, like, I'll get, I would get angry at things that I don't know why. And my wife would like make me ask myself, like, why am I angry or why? What's the source of this? And it's like kind of like sitting in a therapy chair, like um, asking, how does that make you feel? Mm -hmm. I mean, th like that actually really helps because a lot of times it's because of something when we were younger or something that a wound that we haven't gotten over that I think is really important because suddenly you realize it's less about um, it's less about what the other person did and more about like how you react. And I think that's the crux of a lot of arguments is sometimes it's not about the situation. Sometimes it's how it makes you feel like I if I think back to like people that I'm upset with or mad about, like sometimes I can't even think what they did. I just remember like how it made me feel because like the actual situation wasn't important. What was important was like, what was a wound that affected me or why did this trigger me? Or what did my parents do to like mess me up as a kid? Yeah. And those are, those are very important because those are all just walls. They're things that keep you from forgiving one another. So I think it's whenever we 
whenever we try to justify why someone is not forgivable, like we've already reached that decision. Like we're just trying to find evidence to support our decision. Like we do that with everything. Like we don't listen to statistics or facts or anything like that. We, we make a decision, then we find proof to help support us. That's just how our mind goes. We go with whatever, whatever just feels right, whatever feels fresh. We make a snap decision and then we try to find data and statistics that support ourselves. Like, man, that's what I did in research all the time is we came up with a hypothesis, then we look for research papers that supported our hypothesis. Um, and I, again, I think that's just why we have a hard time forgiving some people just because we've got crap of our own that we're trying to work through. So I think that's really important to ask ourselves is like, are we not forgiving someone because they're unforgivable or because like we have some stuff to work through first and like a big, uh, we've been, we've been talking about the disciples. Like I want to talk about Paul as well. Like, do you remember what kind of person Paul was? He was a murderer. He was a, martyr the the wrong kind of martyr um and he was just trying to hunt down and kill christians left and right until like god just stepped in and hit him with some holy light but like if we didn't forgive him like if we didn't give if we if we isolated him as who he was and just let him stay that way for the rest of his life didn't give him a chance to like forgive him or let him grow to the person god wanted him to be we would be missing a majority of the new testament we would be missing loads of wisdom and uh thought-provoking grace like it's i i feel like there are people like that all over the world and we don't know you you are right like some people some people are trash some people are really just like terrible people that intentionally try to do terrible things but we don't know what God has in store for them. And like, they could continue to be trash. Some people are just always like that, but we don't know that. And we don't have that authority to choose a person's future. Like God will handle that. Don't worry. Like God will, God will judge them. Don't worry. We don't have to put that pressure on ourselves. It's a lot of pressure yeah. to judge other people. Like, I don't know why we, there's so much stuff going on. I don't know why we want to add in that extra pressure. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, you want to say something real fast? I want to go back to that love and uh, forgiveness thing. All right, I'll let you go back. I don't want to hit that, what you just said. So, like, yeah, I kind of forgot <laughs> what you just, just don't forget that. Don't forget your thing. Okay. All right, so. I was, I was saying, like, uh, I was saying, like, Paul, yeah, no, I, got, I got it. Just okay, what you got. Yeah, so don't judge. Like judging ain't your job. Mm. Judging is God's job. Yeah. And I, some people will be like, that is my job. This is the Bible. See, you ain't read the whole Bible. The Bible's a mirror. The Bible is about testing yourself, examining yourself. The focus is on you. So many other people focus on so many other people, what they got going on, how they live it. And that's their life. That's all they do. They never look in the mirror. That's the whole point with the photo I showed you earlier. So many people live their whole lives. That's how the log gets so big. That's why it's called a log, because so many people live their whole entire lives and let and, and just critique, 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 right? Without ever looking at themselves in the mirror. The Bible is a mirror. You need to take care of yourself. Now, guys, you use a mirror. You, you, you use a mirror wide to fix your imperfections, to adjust your hair. Like, if I would have went live, 
with my hair the way it was, you would have laughed at me. You, I would have been a meme, right? <laughs> you know, because I didn't groom myself and take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to groom yourself and take care of yourself. The Bible is helping you to do that. It's helping your imperfection. It's making sure you don't have a zit on your face. Like, get that, man. You got you got something <laughs> when the green's on your front teeth, man. Come on. Walk around with green on your teeth and go smiling with the people you're trying to impress or a girl you're trying to holler at and tell me they ain't embarrassing. Stop playing. Like, that's what the Bible does. It helps you to get yourself right before God and others. So that when they see you, they can see God's light, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point with her. Like some intentional sins I can't forgive. That's not God's way of living. Did Jesus do that? And we're called to be, see, you got to know the Bible. You got to know, examine yourself. You, you got to test yourself up to see if you're in the faith. That's, I think, 2 Timothy 3.15, right? If you can't back up scripture verses, don't. <laughs> Don't don't have an opinion. Right. And, and then another scripture verse, I think it's Ephesians 5, 1. It says, be imitators of Christ. Right. You're, we're called to be imitators of Christ, to be example of Christ. We're called to be just like him in the world, living Bibles, light of the world. Jesus is the light. Right. He's the light of the world. That's one of the seven I am's. We're called, we're, we're called the salt and light of the world. We're a reflection of what Jesus is, what God is. Right. We're supposed to resemble him, reflect the light, the sun. What, what's the reflection of the sun? Right, the moon. Mm. They both glow. Which one glows more? The sun. And there will be no sun in the new heaven and the new earth. In the last two chapters of the Bible, me and Justin did that. Revelation 21, 22. There'll be no sun, right? There'll be no moon. Why? Because God's delight. He is glow. He's his glory shines in all of heaven, in the new heaven, new earth, in the new Jerusalem. Right? We're just reflectors. That's what the crystals are like. The, I'm talking so deep. Like, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like the foundations, 12 foundations in the new Jerusalem, the new earth, in the eternal state, how all of heaven is going to be. This is just sneak peek. This is all we really get. Right. So in the, in the seven foundations, long story short, are all stones like emeralds, emerald, like but all these stones are stones that reflect pure light. Not every stone, like the stones that are significant to us, like. Um, diamonds anything like that right like the ones that cost a lot of money to us that we think yeah that's it like in heaven those though in pure light when pure light hits it it's just black so it's fake but when it's certain emeralds and stones like that when pure light hits it which god's light is the purest light you can get right when it hits it it just rainbows start flickering like it every stone shows a different type of beauty right a different type of rainbow i will show you guys but like that's what we're called to do as believers guys we're called to reflect the kind of rainbowish light that god wants us to reflect a rainbowish light guys <laughs> the rainbow the promise the, the the world won't flood again everything connects guys like <laughs> this is crazy all right go ahead justin there's so much to say man like yeah and like i thought i really like the quote about like you can't have like love without forgiveness and forgiveness without love because that is the epitome of unconditional love in my opinion because mm -hmm. if you if you only love someone up until it's convenient for you you wouldn't love anybody like everyone's gonna make mistakes we're all human like people are going to like either intentionally or unintentionally like slight you or insult you or um let you down like it just happens but if like if you forgive somebody i think that's that shows that you're willing to allow love to survive. And I think like that's very, that can be very difficult as well because like, uh, 
it, it just shows like how much we need love in our life as well. Like in, uh, several biology studies have shown that the lack of love affects child brain development. It affects our life longevity. It shows like our, it, it just has like a lot of medical, like physically observable benefits, not only physically, but also mentally and spiritually. So the fact that we are willing to forgive, even though it's against our nature. In one of our previous videos, we we talked about how forgiveness is just not in our nature. We want to hold on to that anger. We want justice because like nothing is wrong with justice. But like if we take it too far, that's called revenge. That's not called justice. That's revenge. And then you get into a cycle. But it's like because we value love so much, because we value other people so much, we're willing to go against our nature to forgive someone, to let ourselves be trampled on. And like humble, and we've said it before, like humbleness isn't letting yourself be stepped on. It's putting other people first. So when you forgive somebody, like a big part of it is because you care, but also because you want them in your life. And that can be, that that's such a difficult sacrifice though. But like, man, that's how strong love can be, is that we're willing to, uh, forgive others in order to like continue to do life together in order to continue to uh life with them instead of without them uh i feel like i had more to say about that but that's pretty much the crux of what i wanted to say man we're about to tear this up man like it's just so deep like her comment was ridiculous man there's just so many ways to go with this like yeah. some intentional sense she, she said intentional so some people will do you wrong guys don't you know that some people will do you dirty. They want to hurt you. They want to put you in the ground. Like, they're just evil. She even said that. She said some humans are wicked and should. Well, I'm going to just focus on that. Some people are just wicked. You are right, man. Some people don't deserve any type of forgiveness. And I'm trying to find the exact verse so you guys can be blessed by it. And I think I'm going to talk about it in the other video. But basically, the verse is it's Romans yeah, 12, 18. It says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you live peaceably with live at peace with all men so as far as it depends on you live at peace with all men i'm gonna ask everybody a question are you at peace with everybody you know or do you have something against them like or do they have something against you jesus even said that like <laughs> justin we're talking about this in the other video oh i spoiled the mess out of this like matthew 5 23 to 24 says therefore if you are offering your gift at the altar and there you remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Mm, mm, mm. And I'm going to say something else. If you remember that you have something against them, because you can't pray at the altar if you ain't right. It's hard to pray when you mad and you really got something going on, like with somebody else. Trust me. I know. And you know, too. Don't be a hypocrite. Right there. There. <laughs> there. Remember that your brother or sister has something against you. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Now, spoiler alert, too. Some people you can't just you can't be reconciled with. Some people you just can't be at peace with. That's the scripture. Mm -hmm. verse. As far as it depends on you, though, you, you think Jesus was at peace with everybody. Is Jesus at peace with everybody now? Mm -hmm. Like, no, so like, but as far as it depends on you, Jesus is doing everything it takes to reach everybody. He's showing everybody love. The rain and the sun, the sun shines on the just and the unjust. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. Blessings go to the evil and the wicked and the good. <laughs> like, 
he doesn't he doesn't show favoritism to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like he does, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like he's showing everybody love and give everybody grace. So what who are we to not do the same thing? That's the passage, guys. Like, oh my goodness. Like I said earlier, it's hard to for it's hard to give forgiveness to someone if you somehow think you're better than them. You're not. She said, I got too much pride. That's what she said. She said, some intentional sins I can't forgive, especially if it hurts my pride. Mm, mm, mm. Especially if it hurts my pride. You, woo, who was the most proper person ever in history? Satan. Mm. He fell down from heaven. One third of heaven went with him. One third of heaven. People who, you got to get that, that guy. People who are in heaven, who it was impossible to sin. Satan got them to sin. Why? Mm. Because of pride. Pride is the downfall of all men, not just all men, all creations, right? So we can't afford to be prideful as believers. We're called to be sheep. If the master says go, if the shepherd says go, the Lord is my shepherd and I won't, we go. We don't ask questions. Why? Because he's freaking God. He knows way more than you. He knows the end from the beginning. He's the alpha and omega. He, he is everything. He's our provider. He's our sustainer. He sustains the earth and the moon and the stars and the galaxy. How long has the earth existed? How long has the sun existed? How long has the moon existed? And you want to question him? You got the gall, the audacity to question him when you've still been alive for how many years? And mm. how much stuff has he brought you through? And you guys, I got so many people that died that I know, and I'm I'm 30. So Justin, I'm pretty sure you too. Like so many people you know, especially your age, that has died. And I'm still here. And mm. guys, being getting older ain't for the week. Life's hard. All this dang money, taxes, the government doing you wrong, you flat. Like so many, everybody got something against them <laughs> on so many sides. Like Paul said, man, we're tossed and driven on every side. Man, I'm just quoting the whole Bible. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Especially if it hurts my pride. What pride do you? What? You better humble yourself. Humble yourself. You know how humble Jesus had to be to forgive? He's he can judge anybody. He will judge anybody, right? On everybody's when they die, we all got to see Jesus. He's the one we answer to. He's the one who gets to judge and and decide if somebody makes it to heaven or somebody makes it to hell. You don't. I don't. Nobody else does. So you shouldn't be judging anybody right now, right? That's God's job. That's not yours, right? You can't judge everybody because you don't know their intentions. You don't know their hearts. You don't know their motives. You don't know their whole story. You don't know their lives like they know it, and you dang sure don't know it like God knows it. So you don't have the right. That's prideful to think that you do. So some humans are wicked and should forever live with the guilt they have caused others. What do you know about the guilt that they caused others? How, do you know their heart? Some people just make mistakes. You don't know. Hey, spoiler, you don't know Hitler either. What if Hitler just made a mistake? I don't know. Like that's, that, He's an antichrist, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but who are you to judge? That's God's job. And what does your opinion matter anyways? Why even waste time, right? So this is the passage, guys. If God has forgiven us of much, how could we forgive? I mean, how could we refuse to forgive others of so little, right? Of mm. so little. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Yeah, man. So when you're not forgiving others, you're setting yourself up to not be forgiving yourself, just like the parable of the unforgiven servant, because God says you're going to need forgiveness in the future. You're going to mess up, too. You're going to make mistakes, too. You do every single day. And Lord help you if, you if the hours you've been lying on at work and they catch you. Right? You want forgiveness. 
<laughs> if you don't feel forgiven, you won't want to forgive anybody. If you're hard on yourself, you're going to be hard on others. And the more grace you receive from God, the more gracious you're going to be to others. The more forgiven you feel by God, the more forgiving you'll be towards others. I told you, life is a mirror. How you love on other people shows how much you love God and how much God has loved you. Like all those things, well, how much you love God, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. It's a reflection, right? How much you've been forgiven of God, how much grace God has shown you. It's a reflection. So what does your life say? Do you need to forgive somebody, right? And we're going to talk about how you forgive somebody, the misconceptions of forgiveness, because what you think forgiveness is, it ain't what it is. It's what God says it is, right? So, all right, Justin, you got anything else, man? Yeah, um, I feel like we've already kind of touched on it once. I won't like go too into detail about it. But yeah, it's like um, forgiveness a lot of times is like um, it is just for yourself. Like it's not necessarily for other people. Like you, you've talked about this girl who responded before. Um, and I think you are right. Like some people who, even if they are forgiven, it's like they won't change. They won't like... Um, they they're not going to like uh, do things differently they might and i think that's all, also an important part of forgiveness is that way they're freed from that burden but sometimes people don't care or they are too abrasive but like you can only affect what you do like you can affect what they do after you forgive but like a big part of forgiveness is that you're able to release that person of that responsibility you're able to get over that fact maybe you won't get over it right away like sean and i I've talked about stories about like things that still kind of um, tee us off, but that is an important part of healing. And I talked before about um, what was it? I talked about uh, oh shoot, I just blanked. Um, oh yeah, I I did talk about like the cycle of revenge, like wanting some like if you've been slighted, you want something bad to happen to somebody else but that that doesn't make you feel better that just makes you that just makes you resent other people that makes you want bad things to happen to other people but that that couldn't be further from what god wants to do like remember the sons of thunder um jesus's disciples told him to like bring fire down onto uh, a village but like um that's not what jesus was here to do like, yeah, in the Old Testament, people faced justice, but that was because that was God's justice. That wasn't just because God was angry one day and just decided to burn down the entire village. No, that was like uh, people who had been given a chance and who rejected it. But for us, like we have to realize sometimes we want to burn down a village, but that's not that's not what God wants from us. Like, how can we be a light on the hill if we're spreading uh, words of hate or words of discouragement. Man, I love a. I went to the museum for museum of uh, um, African American history in D.C. a week or two ago, and it was amazing. But there was like a big section too on like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and he just had, man, that man just had like. If he didn't have forgiveness, I don't know what it is, because like he he had been slided every step of the way, but like in the midst of that, he was saying like, we can't fight darkness with darkness. We can't fight hate with hate. Like only when we shine light into the darkness, can we end that, that cycle? And that's so true. And I think that's, uh, even if, even if people didn't change, even if the white people didn't change right away in the 1960s, like that paved the way 
for something bigger. And so I don't think we can, I don't think we can uh, not forgive someone just because we don't feel like it. That's again, that's not unconditional love. Like that's uh, love based on, based on actions or how you feel. And if God only loved people who pleased him, man, there'd be like maybe a couple of people. I don't even know. It's like some, there was always somebody, even like, even the, like uh, Abraham or, David, who were quoted as people having a heart after God, they messed up like countless times. It's crazy. So we have to follow that example, not necessarily for the other person, but for ourselves as well, so that we can move on and like have a stronger heart. But yeah, I I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself now, but that's just such an important part. And that's how I'm going. That's where I want to end at least. Yeah, you're good, man. Yeah, we have to go deep, man. You got to hit them with everything, man. Uh, so, guys, like, I mainly did this video because I just wanted to talk about the parable of the unforgiving servant. But then this person commented this. It was just the most, it was the best comment ever. Oh, my goodness. It was on my video, right? She says, some intentional sins I can't forgive, especially if it hurts my pride. Some humans are wicked and should never, ever, and should, she said, it should forever live with the guilt they have caused others. Did you see that? So, some people are Forever live with the guilt they have cost others. That is the saddest thing I've ever saw in my life. Like some people, yeah, you want you want them to pay. I uh, trust me, I know. Like there's some pastors that have done me wrong in the Emmy Church. I want them to pay, right? But like, <laughs> God is fair. God is just. He knows what He's doing. You trust Him. That's the Bible. It's that simple. You let it go, right? Cause why? Cause God's gonna make every crooked path straight. He's gonna make. Here's the key. He's going to make everything right. Mm-hmm. Did you hear me? He's going to make everything right. Everything that's been wrong about the world, he's going to make right. Every person that is wrong, he's going to make right. If they don't want to be made right, they're not going to be with him in paradise. They're going to be in hell. So trust me, he's going to do his job. You just do yours and let it go. Humble yourself. Mm. Forget about it. Right? Mm. You got to let it go. Right? And, so, and she said, man, humans are wicked and should forever live with the guilt. That is sad, right? God even said, like, Peter said, God is slow to judge, slow for us, judgment, something like that, because he doesn't want anybody to perish. It's, it's second Peter, first Peter, right? So God doesn't want anybody to perish. That's why wicked people are just reigning and doing what they want to do here on this earth, because he... He's giving them a chance after chance after chance. We serve a God of second chances, third chances, a hundred chances, right? He loves everybody so much. He's giving them another chance to turn to him, to turn away from their wicked ways and to, and to live a righteous life, to, to forgive, to love their neighbor, to show grace to others when they don't deserve it. Why? So that the other people can see God's love and can turn to him too, right? Mm. You're a sermon. You're a living Bible. You can, turn, you can change men's hearts. If you just do what God called you to do, forgive, love, right? Bless those who curse you. Bless those who persecute you, right? She said, forever live with the guilt they have cost others. Guys, I want to go back to the parable of the unforgiven servant. Then I'm done, man. Like, this, this story is so sad to me because so many people do the same thing, right? The unforgiven servant went to his master. His master forgave him of a great debt. He owed, uh, what did it say, 10,000 bags of gold or something like that and then his servant only owed him a hundred bags and he didn't forgive his servant of the little that he owed him right and so then 
because he didn't forgive his servant, his his servants that saw how ruthless he was with his servant, right? They were outraged. They said they were outraged and went and told their master who had forgiven that 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 servant of all the debt that he owed. They told him what happened, right? <laughs> and the master went back to this servant that he forget he had forgiven at the very beginning, and he said, "I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me, because you asked." Jesus is going to forgive you all your debt. He's going to forgive me all my debt if I just ask. That's 1 John 1, 9. I can't think about it right now, but look it up, right? So I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I have had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured mm. until he should pay back all he owed. See, the same measure you judge others will come back on you. And I also said earlier in the video, that your judgment will be worse. Like, I, I want to say it like I said it. I said, uh, how did I say it? I said, I said it way better than that. Like, I, I basically said, uh, if you're not forgiving others, the unforgiveness that you show others will haunt you. Like, it'll come back on you, but it'll come back worse. See, this servant owed way more money to the master, but he wasn't willing to forgive his servant of the little that he owed. And when mm -hmm. he threw his servant into prison, his servant only got thrown into prison, prison until he could pay off the debt. But when he got thrown into prison, he got tortured until he paid back the debt he owed. That talks about hell. Torture. Hell. Gnashing the teeth. That's what hell is, right? Separation from God. If you don't act the way God wants you to act, that's where you're going. You don't do the things and live the way that he called you to live and do. Right? You're going to naturally do that if you love the Lord. You guys see that? With forgiveness, you're going to naturally forgive. Why? Because you abide with Christ and he abides on you and Christ is just going to show through you, right? But if you don't live like that, you're going to be tortured until you should pay back what you owe, right? For all eternity, right? That's sad. So your punishment is way worse if you don't forgive. Not only in that sense, but in the sense that you're living with bitterness and resentment and hatred. So you're looking all wrinkly and ugly because you're not filled with joy and the peace and the happiness and the love that God wants you to be filled with, right? It's like matrix i got two pills in my hand you can have the red pill or the blue pill the let's talk about the blue pill blue pill is prettier the blue pill is love peace joy happiness right tranquility all those things all the fruits of the spirit and the red pill is hatred anger resentment bitterness like which one are you gonna take you get a choice in life man and that's deuteronomy like 30 verse 19 or 30 verse 15 to 16 it says choose which day Choose this day which God you will serve, something like that. Choose this, which day you're going to, what you want. Like, you can choose blessings or curses. You can choose life or death. You can choose God or hell. Like, this is your choices. Which one are you going to choose? So I got two pills in front of you. Which one you want? Mm. You have the pill of resentment, bitterness, and hatred, and all those things. Pride. Or you can have humility, love, peace, grace, mercy. You can't have both, right? So you get a choice to choose man so that person's comment just went with that passage so well man mm. and jesus even ended off the passage saying uh let me show this it's in yellow it's so pretty like it says this is how your heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart this is a promise from god this is what jesus said this is how he's gonna treat you he's gonna torture you he's gonna let you live in torture he's gonna let you live in in uh all negative things right if you keep on choosing it so you got forgiveness is hard it's not easy right we're just saying it right now but you got to live it 
and be about it. So, Justin, you good, man? We talked forever, man. Yeah, I just got one more thing, and it's yeah. just to piggyback off of you mm-hmm. as well. I think it is, like, very – yeah, it, it is kind of a decision. And I'll say it again. Like, part of part of what we can't forgive is, like, us getting in our own way. Mm-hmm. Like, if we lay out – if we lay out our lives of a life full of forgiveness and a life full of unforgiveness, like, obviously, the one with forgiveness is going to be more fruitful. But even if you lay that out, like I said, people already have a predisposition of, like – not wanting to be hurt, not wanting to um, receive injustices. And I get it. Like, I don't even blame that person for making that comment because I I think everybody has a person in mind right when we're watching this video of someone that they just don't think they could ever forgive. But, like, we have to let ourselves go. We have to reject our identities in order to um, take on the life that God wants for us. Like, that's a... I, I I just, I like that idea of trying to reject our own identities because we live in a culture where we are tying, we're tying our job, our status, our, um, our sexual orientation to like our race, to like who we are. But man, those are such superficial things. Like they're important to like who we are, but they're not our identity. Mm-hmm. Like we have to reject who we are. Because we have to realize we're all in the same boat. Like, we're different, and that's beautiful. But, like, we can find a common ground to come together if we can get out of our, get out of our own way and be able to choose a life of forgiveness. Yeah, and that's all I need. That's all I had on. Uh, I just wanted to piggyback on what you're saying because, like, I think, you, I think you really hit the uh, nail on the head. Man, you did too, man. We killed this video. <laughs> this video's over with. So, all right, guys, so if you enjoyed this video, you know where to go now, right? You make sure you tell everybody about me and Justin, right? So we got Justin Lee Haller here. You can befriend him on Facebook. You can befriend me on Facebook, uh, Sean Christopher Jenkins, right? And then also, uh, I'm about to show you all our social media pages, man. I got the dopest social media pages ever, man. You got to go to it. I just showed you some photos, right? So, all right, so my YouTube channel podcast, Upload Patch Crossroads. I'm about to show you that again. Right, I'm on every podcast platform. Please go to Spotify. I need listens, like listen to everything. I got a lot of stuff on there. I still need to post a few more videos on my podcast that I already post on my YouTube channel, but I'll catch up. But guys, I got a lot of stuff to listen to on there. My Facebook, LinkedIn, Sean Christopher Jenkins, my Twitter, Snap, Instagram, TikTok, Trouble Don't Last. That's what I tro- showed you earlier on that Instagram page. So follow me on those. My other Instagram page, my underscore daily underscore Bible, and then my Tumblr page is Trouble Don't Last number one. And then also, if you go to my YouTube channel, I got a lot of playlists on there, as you can see. And uh, one of the playlists is what I talked about earlier at the very beginning of this video. This is a whole series me and Justin are doing on, you know, forgiving those who have done you wrong. Forgive them, bitterness, resentment. So check out that playlist. Also, this video specifically is talking about God's grace, you know, the grace of God, uh, showing grace to others. I got a playlist on that. So just I think it's the same playlist right here. But yeah, anyways, I got that playlist right here. I got God's grace playlist. I got forgiveness and God forgives all sins. So check out any of those playlists if you enjoyed this lesson at all. And then also uh, Justin's YouTube channel is Chaplain's Log. So make sure to subscribe to his YouTube channel, turn on the post notifications so you know when he uploads another video. Make sure to like, comment, and share on every single video. If you don't do those things, you're hurting the algorithm. You're hurting us. Help us, right? And then here goes his Facebook page. 
uh, Justin Lee Howe. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. Me and Justin, uh, hopefully we can go live again. We're going to be talking about the misconceptions and lies behind forgiveness. We're tearing this up, guys. So, yeah, share this video with anybody that you know that need it, right? And then also, if you enjoyed it, stay tuned, man. We got way more stuff for you. So, talk to you guys later. Peace.